Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, in the spirit of the Viper, there is a lot to discuss in wrestling that came seemingly out of nowhere, such as an iconic departure, another Forbidden Door reference, a returning disgruntled wrestling performer, and tournaments galore. So sit back, relax, and make sure you get rid of all your bridezillas before the summertime, because it's episode number 290 of Kings of the Rings podcast, out of nowhere, exclusively here on WrestleAttic Radio. And it starts right now. So, Kay Murphy, how's the construction going on by your place? Did you tell Eddie Kingston to fuck off or did you give him a donut? Um, okay to listen to the show, so, so you totally missed our joke about it. I know, it. so yeah, they had no reference to that joke, but that makes it even funnier. That is really funny. I was like, what? I have no idea what to say. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> you heard that, um. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, K. Murphy. We Welcome back, you. K. Murphy. I, yes. Hi, I missed you all so much. There's been so much going on this month. I was just in a wedding in the Atlanta area this past weekend. Shout out to Atlanta. Um, it was... Can I talk about my Atlanta trip real quick? Yeah. Did you meet um, Migos? No. I met... Did you meet Charles? Well, no, no, Charles was in Dallas, ironically. I... Oh. I meant to, like, reach out to Charles, but totally forgot, because, like, again, got caught up at wedding shit. He was in but... Dallas. You should check his Instagram to see his little photo shoot he did with his child. It's really fucking funny. I have to check. Yeah, for sure. So, on Monday, my partner and I explored Atlanta, and we took, like, a later home Monday night, so... We were going to go to this place called the Slutty Vegan because my partner is vegan and it was closed. So instead, we found one strip where I found a crystal shop, a tattoo shop, um, a weed shop, a vintage shop, and a combo record comic shop. It was – it's like it was made for me. It, that, um, all on, on one street? In on one in one shopping, like a, like a strip mall. Yeah. It was on one strip. So – I got a. I didn't smoke during like the wedding and all of that, so like you should. Uh, for what you've told us about the wedding, you should have. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, we'll explain that another time. But. <laughs> but um, I was sober, Sally, for the trip. So naturally, I. Dylan says I took a. I smoked a whole joint to the face in less than fifteen minutes. So naturally, wow. I was, I, I was fucked up. Um, but it all hit me when I was going through TSA and my bag got pulled. <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, can I tell you, it was the fucking. Um, I, I get a- airport anxiety to begin with. Yeah. Because TSA always pulls me for something stupid, and I've smoked. I've been high on a plane before, but I've never the high has hit me after TSA. Mm. Um. So I was fucked up, fucked up, beyond fucked up um, in Atlanta. Like, it was a really nice day. Like, we ran around. We, like, checked out the neighborhood and this neighborhood in Atlanta. Like, it was just a really, really nice day. It was, like, a nice way to, like, end, like, our trip into Georgia. And we, we the Uber drops us at the airport, and I get out, and I'm like, oh, no. I'm in danger. <laughs> um so I'm fucked up. 
I'm trying to put all my shit in the fucking bins, you know, for fucking TSA. And I'm like dropping shit everywhere. Like people are just looking, yes! people are looking at you funny. <laughs> and like, I would have paid I, to see this. I, I, it was, I was internally just like dying. Dylan didn't know it right away. I don't think they knew right away that I was like as fucked up as I was, but I, I have the one bin where my iPad and my phone, and then I see all my shit on the other side. And then I'm like, my high ass is like, oh, no, it went on the other side. And then Dylan's like, it got pulled. And I'm like, oh, no. And then I start panicking because I knew the two. I bought a pre-roll at this, like, CBD shop mm-hmm. in Atlanta. But I still had the tube in there. But, like, no, I smoked the whole joint to my face. So, like, I didn't have any, like, thing on me. But I still got fucking nervous. I knew Atlanta had that airport has drug dogs. Like, they're very, like, vocal about it. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. I was freaking the fuck out. I I thought I was going to jail. Would you like to know why my bag got pulled? Um, Something sparkly. Something attached to it, like a zipper. Yeah. No, and no. Um, My, I forgot to empty my reusable water bottle, and there's a little bit of water left. Oh, well, okay. Classic. Nice. So, Classic. Nice. After all You gotta love that, TSA doing their job, baby. Oh my God, it was terrible. It was fucking terrible but i'm so glad to be in new back in new york i got mr tortellini on my shoulder you can't see no. him because he's hiding. could you imagine um, like hold on could you imagine for a second if i had to go on this show be like well k's in jail <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna need a new host <laughs> Okay, if I was in jail, who would replace me? Oh, we definitely have to replace you with Slack at that point. Hell if, no. Are you kidding? If, all right, if, if K was in jail, who would, no. who would we replace K with? Honestly, I'd say, fuck, let's just bring Dave back. We'll make this shit get real interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I kind of miss like, a two-way, like a me on you versus Dave argument. <laughs> I, I sometimes I mean, miss when it's just me and Ricky just ganging up on Dave sometimes. I mean, I think it would be appropriate if Sober Dave came to replace me for being in jail on a possible weed charge in Atlanta. God, that actually would irony. be perfect, yeah. yeah <laughs> that would be, the shit writes itself. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, so, so Dave, Dave's back, so... So Dave, if you ever want to come back, it's black <laughs> That'd be very true. I'd be like, you know what, Dave? We, we, we had some you had some shortcomings, but you never went to jail, and, well, you win. Welcome back. <laughs> oh, my God. But welcome, folks, to episode 290 of Kings of the Rings podcast. Out of nowhere, of course, I'm your host, King Ricky Rose, along with Willie T and V K Murphy. This is the first time we've actually done a Who show together. Is that out of nowhere? Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, that is out of nowhere. I'm just gonna put. I'm just gonna play one of them sound bites. Oh my god, it's gonna be. A, it's gonna be one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be one of those shows. Yeah, because um, there's just a lot of stuff that came out of nowhere uh, this week in wrestling, and this is the first time we've done a show in like a month since before Mania. I just realized as you were going through your whole drug story, Kay, that. Um, shout out to Smack and Raw, who's tuned in, by the way. Um, I'm very, very surprised that you, of all people, missed the 420 episode. I don't want to talk Kings about it. Kings of the Rings podcast. Can I uh, also it was, admit it was something? such a fun time. Can I admit something as well? What? Go for it. So, even if my internet didn't go out, I probably would not have made the 420 episode because I passed out by, like, 8 <laughs> 
Um, I actually. I would I have loved to have that. seen you pass out from being high on the show. I had a lovely I had a lovely 420 so I had to work which is whatever but I get out of work at like 1130 in the morning oh prime time yeah because I go to work at four in the morning so like yeah fuck me tomorrow so so I had I've I bought a while ago at there's this um in Astoria there's this they're trying to open a lesbian bar in Astoria, but every month they do pop-up events because they haven't found like a brick-and-mortar location. Mm-hmm. So a while ago, I bought um, infused oats. So like, I'll make like I'll like put it with like regular oatmeal and like eat it. Nice. So I it's one way made to jazz up oatmeal that... in the morning instead of adding sugar. So I had oatmeal that had about fifty milligrams in mm. it, which was. A lot. Plus, I was like vaping, and I had a pre-roll. Um, my partner came over to smoke with me, um, and just dead, straight dead. <laughs> um, I was fucked up. My at sunset, my roommate and I walked to the park by our apartment to smoke. Like it was a lovely 420. And then you had construction that knocked out your internet by Eddie Kingston and LAX, apparently. Why did Eddie Kingston at LAX not get my internet? So we did a we did a bit. We did we did a bit where like your your internet got fucked up because LAX and Eddie Kingston like broke a wire or something and <laughs> yeah, hired they were LAX the construction workers on your <laughs> on your apartment. <laughs> you know what's great though? <laughs> it's worth it though. The construction of my block, they're putting a barber shop on my block. Oh, you lucky son of a bitch! It's literally. It's a minute walk. I literally have to cross the street right here, mm-hmm. and then I cross the street this way, and it's right there. Do you know what, the... what kind of what kind of barbershop? Mm, good question. No idea yet. Like I don't Savon, know. Supercuts. Italian barber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is it, not, is a, not a supercuts. Not a supercuts. Ice Cube's barbershop? Like, what are we talking about yeah, here? Yeah, is, is, is it going to be Dominicans? <laughs> if it's Dominicans, you really lock out. They cut the best hair. They do, they're the <laughs> best at cutting hair. That's the barber. I have a barbershop like that near me that I go to, yeah. but I don't always like going there. But if the barbershop's right, if, like if there's a barbershop on my block, I would get my hair cut for shits and giggles every fucking week. I mean, but it also mentioned like I feel like it's gonna be a little like bougie because it also mentioned like manicures and pedicures. Oh, it's salon style, yeah. It's a salon. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like they're calling it a barber shop. I forgot the name of it, but it's got the barber pole and everything outside. Mm, we'll see what happens. Yeah, like when they open, I'll try them. Yeah, give, give I us don't a review, have like okay. a. Yeah, we'll make it a Patreon exclusive at the barber shop near my house. Case cuts. Case cuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did go to beauty school, so that would be a fun little series. There you go. It could be your. It could be, that could be your side hustle, okay? You can work at the you can work at the salon barbershop literally across the street from you. Oh, I never want to work at a hair salon ever again. You know, I'm just saying, money is money. Um, be it as it may, let's talk about things coming out of nowhere. Not like another Will soundbite that I know that he is about to play. But speaking about out of nowhere, we always have to start with the hello there twenty year career finally officially of. Arc of Mr. RKO, Randy Orton, and if you see by his stats, 14-time world champion, 
first ever WWE World Heavyweight Champion with that great unification promo segment. Uh, youngest, youngest ever World Heavyweight Champion, one-time US Champion, one-time Intercontinental Champion. Was it really one time he was IC? Uh, most matches in premium live event history, formerly known as pay-per-view, two-time Raw Tag Champion, one-time SmackDown Tag Champion, one-time World Tag Champion, a Grand Slam Champion, if you put that all together, two-time Royal Rumble winner, Money in the Bank winner, and most matches in the history of Raw Second ballot Hall of Famer, Will? First off, <laughs> Rand- Randy, Orton. Randy Orton needs applause. Yeah. Uh, what was your question? I s- All the applause. I said second ballot Hall of Famer, Will. Second. Uh, uh-uh. First ballot. That's sarcasm. I don't know, man. He could just, he could just be like, you know what? You could just say, no, I still want to wrestle. So maybe. <laughs> it, it's totally possible. But no, he's like, Randy Orton. Yeah, okay, my real thoughts on Randy Orton, my real thoughts. Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton's my favorite wrestler of all time. I think Randy Orton has to be my favorite wrestler of all time now. Because remember when we did Mount Rushmore? Mount Rushmore? Yeah, I do. I didn't think about Randy Orton for one second to be put on that thing. You have to now. Like, I don't even, yeah. I don't even think I thought about putting him like on my list. Because like, Randy Orton is the most underrated wrestler in the history of wrestling. He's a silent killer, essentially. Yeah, it's like you just you always you know how good Randy when you see Randy you're like oh yeah fuck Randy Orton he's the best yeah but like you always forget about Randy Orton Randy Orton's like the most forgettable person ever but he's just the best it's crazy he's, been, he's literally he's always been in like my top ten favorite wrestlers for sure mm. yeah I've always loved Randy Orton even if I don't always care about Randy Orton if that makes any sense that that's the thing. no matter what what no matter what he's given though he like makes it work yeah. He's always on TV. Yeah. Like, he's always he's always in a storyline, always doing something for 20 years if he's not injured. Even when he was injured, mm-hmm. he was doing stuff. Remember the RNN updates? Yeah, they forced oh, yeah. Me to yeah, it's true. But <laughs> still, he was still on TV. It's one of those things where, like, especially with um, Randy's, uh, the way Randy's character is, he's not, this is, like, currently in the past year or so, this is the most expressive he's ever been character-wise. Yeah, you, you know? can you can see how much fun he's having. Yeah, and he's come out on a couple of more recent interviews. He's doing a lot more press. I think it's probably because he's learned to to calm down his own personality, and he's he, yeah. he has a more likable personality now. Dude, <laughs> oh, it's it's gonna yeah. make that heel turn on Riddle coming up that much yeah. better. But he's talked about. He's, go ahead. He's the best bad guy ever. He's one of the best mm-hmm. heels ever. He, he's he, the best. He, anyone's just the fucking he's best. He's talked about he's he, in his prime. He is in wrestler prime at the moment. Uh, he's yeah. in his uh, early forties, and he plans on doing this for at least probably another decade or so. He mentioned that he wants to pride himself on doing what John Cena and The Rock said they weren't going to do but eventually did anyways. He's priding himself on being the person who's never going to leave to go to Hollywood and actually be a wrestler to continue to keep on wrestling as his primary career. It's also because Randy can't act. Yeah. No. <laughs> Honestly, I can't see, I can't see Randy Orton doing anything else. Yeah. Yeah, and also to his credit, he's like, I'm not going to any other wrestling company either. Like, Taker didn't do anything but WWE for like 30 years. Yeah. And Randy's going to be the second guy to pretty much do it. Randy's going to be Randy's. I like, dude, I saw that today. That's what he wants his legacy to be. I'm like, that's that's a good one to have. That's a good one to reach for. Yeah. Now, at this point in time, mm-hmm. does is Randy the one? I mean, we did talk about this a couple of years ago, but 
with what he's with what he's talking about, what his goals and aspirations are for the next at least a decade or so, Randy's breaking the record. I'm talking about. I don't think so. I'm talking about the the Flair slash Cena record at this point. I I don't think so. Really, I don't think I don't think so because I think I think it's going to be Charlotte. Are they, but are they going to put Charlotte in that? Like Charlotte already is the winningest female by titles. Of all I know, time. but they're they're going to say she is the winningest champion of all time. That would be very interesting if she breaks it before Randy, or she's the only one to break it. I think she's the only one to break it, and it's just it's the next step of the women's revolution and evolution or whatever. It's just it's such a notch to give to women's wrestling. It like, is. I, I seriously it think, is. I yeah. think I think because it's a record no. that. It's a record that women have that men don't have. Mm-hmm. I still don't like. I still think you give it to Randy. You know, I I think it's, I, think it's I also think it's a good. And I to Charlotte, it's good PR. It's like there's no downside to giving it to Charlotte because if like say if Randy breaks breaks it because Charlotte's gonna beat her father's record and it's her fucking father. Like I can't see anyone else other than Charlotte Flair breaking that record. But here's here's my thing with it. It's that. You already have two flares as the like the standards already set that you have to beat a flare over records that the flares have made for at this point both genders that they recognize, you know. So yeah. I don't think it serves Charlotte to beat her father's record because she's already the winningest woman. Flair's the winningest overall male. But now she's gonna be the win- winningest person. Fair. I I see where you're going with this, but I think there's yeah. I think there's more in. You know, you're having a male beating a Flair's record and a female beating another Flair's record. I think the standards are already set. And I, I can't argue Charlotte beat... Charlotte deserving to be Flair's record over Randy. Do you... Like, at least Randy has range, surprisingly enough. I wouldn't have said this, like, three yeah. years ago. But he has I'm range. Not saying, I'm not saying... Does Charlotte deserve it? Probably not. Yeah. But she's going to get it. That's what, I'm not saying does she deserve it. I'm saying does she going to get it. There's two very different very things. true. <laughs> Two very different things in a world of, of a world that's fake and scripted. And like, you know, WWE loves to tout that good PR. Mm-hmm. Like they, they love it. They love it. Stephanie McMahon's gonna get on her soapbox, gonna make documentaries about it. It's like everyone thought it was gonna be John Cena for over a decade. And no, it was me. Woo! Mm-hmm. Like that's I that's, I very much happen. I very much was an advocate for John Cena beating Rick Fair's record forever up until recently. And now I'm very much on the Randy Orton train for it. And like it's gonna be a WrestleMania. Rand- She's gonna do it at WrestleMania too. Randy Orton is the only other person I ever felt was worthy besides John Cena. Yeah. I, I, I did I didn't I still don't think Randy should beat it even so I take Charlotte out of the picture. I don't think Randy should beat it. I think it should be Cena if someone's gonna do it other than Charlotte. Cena would have done it by um, now. I think I think Cena's past. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Cena would have done it by now. I mean Randy's, Randy's if Randy's the best going, person to do it. it. It's possible because every year Randy just gets the title and runs with it for a little bit. Like every few years, I forgot. I so forgot what episode totally we t- we talked about this during the pandemic when they did the uh, the not the Thunder before the Thunderdome the uh, performance center shows about what Randy needed to do to like kind of get there, and he's already fourteen times. Like he's let's say let's say Randy doesn't go ten. Let's say Randy goes five more years. He only needs to win the world yeah. title three times. And I say in the next five years he'll probably have it twice at least. Mm, yeah, so I'm saying like it is yeah very possible. <laughs> That this could lead to something huge for Randy. Do I, hope, do I love seeing Randy on top. I can't wait for his heel turn. It's going to be like mm-hmm. Edge, but better. 
I like Edge of Skill. Well, we'll talk about Edge of Skill turn, but I, <laughs> I, I, I like the what Randy's doing now. I like their little faux celebration that Riddle put together. I was like, this is ridiculous. I, I also love how somehow, some way, Cody had the special entrance for Randy's celebration. Yeah, I thought that was Did hilarious. He really? Yeah. So, because Riddle's like, yeah, I got a hilarious. surprise for you, Randy. Someone a surprise Randy <laughs> He's a friend of yours, Cody. I, I really thought it was going to lead to a feud. I was like, ooh, Cody and Randy. I was like, I I would want to see that. Imagine if, at, like, imagine if at the Hall of Fame, Fitch is like, take, I got a surprise for you. That's got to be Kane! <laughs> <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, this is my night. Yeah. No, I like that little fake legacy reunion without Ted DiBiase. Because fuck Ted DiBiase. Oh, it's probably, whatever. It's Yo, Ted's better off, all right? Ted's happy. It's like... Like, what is what? Like what is Ted doing? He's like he's like a Mormon. He's like a pastor or something. I no, his dad's doing. the pastor. No, but he's doing like he like he went to farm or something. Does he? Like Ted's very happy doing what he's doing. He is not jaded or miss wrestling one bit. Ted's doing just fine. You have, don't do not feel bad for Ted because Ted does not feel bad for Ted. <laughs> Ted couldn't cut him in wrestling since. Yeah, and he knew that. He's at peace with that. <laughs> He's like, all right, guys, I'm out. I can't do this yeah. anymore. Yeah, I tried. My dad's better. <laughs> I'm gonna go paint or some shit. Yeah, do do something. Do something. And also, let's let's move let's move past Randy. One, congratulations, Randy. Congratulations, yeah. Randy. Um, we're, we're probably gonna bring it up a little bit later on when we talk about uh something called something something WrestleMania backlash. Uh, but out of nowhere, posted today, um. On on all social media accounts, uh, from from the from the inspiration formerly known as the Iconics, keep that hand up in the air, K. Okay? Uh, former Impact Wrestling Knockout World Tag Champion, Inspiration Cassidy and Justin McKay, formerly known as Billy Kane, Peyton Royce in WWE, confirmed today that they will be indefinitely stepping away from in-ring action. The Inspiration have been a great part of Impact's Knockouts roster. Wonderful to work with, set Impact's EVP Scott Demore, casting Jesse are incredibly talented performers. Everyone at Impact wishes them every success in the future. Inspiration issued a joint statement stating, We want to thank Scott Demore, the entire Impact family. We have had such an amazing experience working with the incredible Impact staff and roster. We will cherish these Impact memories forever. We're excited to start a new chapter in our lives and explore other opportunities that may come our way. So there's no more iconics or inspiration than wrestling for some odd reason. Yeah, I wonder what that is. Like, I don't... I feel like they're going to pursue, like, modeling or something. Only fans. As Well, they could probably, they could probably could have done it anyway. Yeah, no, yeah, no, they have but... their own websites, I believe. So they don't, like... I mean, it, well, it, I could, it could be anything. Concentrate on it more. Yeah, it's, it's, it was so out of left field because from my somewhat following of Impact Wrestling, which, by the way, is still really good wrestling, which is crazy to say, um, they were doing fantastic. Like, they were doing really good on Impact as the inspiration. They were tag champs there, of course. I mean, the I, I say it all the time. The Impact's knockouts division is fucking phenomenal. They do great work with, the, with their talent there. Um, and they were having a, a, a pretty good career there, and they were, they were kind of finding their own. So this is definitely coming out of left field. Uh, for, for me, at least. But it could be modeling. Yeah. What, what else could they do? 
I mean, it could be anything. Like, you know, it could be a personal matter. They want to go back home. Maybe they're homesick. You know, it could be. They have. They literally did. Who they knows? They literally did pack up their lives like almost a decade ago to go yeah. all the way across the world to to make like, sure. Especially in a especially in a post COVID world. Yeah. Like it, you know, like, or maybe just like uh, maybe. Uh, how old are they? They're st- are they under thirty? Yeah, I want to say yes. Hmm. Maybe they just don't want to beat up their butt. Maybe they want to have kids. You know, like, it could be anything. Yeah, I believe they are both married. Yeah, one's married to uh, what's her name? Billy Kay's married to Sean Spears. No, Peyton mm-hmm. Royce's. No, Peyton. Yeah, Royce's oh, sorry, Peyton Royce. Billy Kay's. Billy Kay's married to someone. To so, yeah, you you don't you never see him, whoever they are, or them. Yeah, yeah. but Billy Kay is married to somebody. So that's on the like the apparently like the low low. Yeah. Um. So, I, mean, I, I wish him well. Yeah. I loved the I I loved I loved their run when they finally got it together. We just didn't. They just got cut before we can probably see all of their potential, which is unfortunate. Yeah, it sucks. Especially especially Billy Kay. Ah, oh, Billy Kay was hysterical at the end when she was like just trying to be everybody's partner. Really weird. Yeah, when she was like trying to be a right squad. I loved it. I thought I was like, wow, you are fucking funny. Um, but Kay, you had your hand in the air. Like, people can see our hand in the air. Well, what's going on on AEW? Uh-oh, here we go. Here we go. Main, CM Punk versus Hangman Page main event double or nothing for the title. Shit. That's in what, May? May 29th, baby. Oh, Jesus. I'm, having a, I'm internally screaming. <laughs> Control yourself. Do you? Control yourself. Do you I'm doing do you, pretty well. Do you take the belt off Hangman Page right now? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Hangman's out right now with COVID, so he may not even. So who knows when he'll be able to even come back? I'm assuming no, very he'll be soon. Tw- he'll he'll be back next week. Yeah, he'll be back pl- in no time. Uh that's interesting. Punk versus um, Hangman at Double or Nothing. Well, here's why. Here's why. Because Double or Nothing is in May, right? Yeah. Which brings yeah. me to my next point: the Forbidden Doors in June, and guess where that's at? In fucking Chicago, CM Punk's winning in Double or Nothing. Yeah, CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, CM. You're yes, right. it, and who is his? What CM Punk versus Okada? Yeah, yeah. People. Yeah, it's a Mark Street. Shut your fucking it's, mouth. Yes, it's going. Yeah, look, it's going to happen in Chicago. Like, who's the NJPW champion? I have, I have no it's idea. Not, it's not Okada. It's it's. It, oh, oh, would it be like? It's not Naito. Or, or, or would it be like CM Punk versus Jay White? Jay White's not even with NJPW at this moment. I believe he's... They're on a, he's on AEW. Oh, I thought he was on both. He's doing Impact a lot as well. Is he still in the... Is he still in the... I don't follow Bullet Club. No one follows Bullet Club. But yes, he's on Impact as a Bullet Club member, Jay White. Um, I believe. But AEW, yesterday, uh, last week, as we were doing with shows, we kind of mentioned... Uh, mentioned uh, announced, or Tony Khan announced... That they are doing the Forbidden Door pay-per-view, a super show with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Something that we've kind of seen before because New Japan pretty much works with fucking everybody. They do a super show with literally everybody. But this is a big deal because it's going to be a pay-per-view, not a premium live event. Sunday, June 26th, a, a month after Double or Nothing in Chicago at the United Center. So this isn't like all state arena where we went to. This is actually where the Bulls and the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. This is the real arena. The, the, the big yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, the Madhouse of Madison, as it's called. Um, so that's 
I mean, this is this is huge. First of all, this this is going to be a phenomenal and show. And Mr. Fred said, confirm Okada is the NJPW champion. And the fact they fucking called this thing Forbidden Door the mark. is it's it's the, it's, so, yeah. it's so mark friendly, yeah. Dude, AEW just loves to pander to the marks, and when they do it right, I just think it's the funny. Like Danhausen, I just think it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Can I just say already, match of the year is going to be Danhausen versus Hook. <laughs> it might be. I can't wait. I'm somewhat excited for Mr. Vidanor pay per view. I mean, because I feel, also feel like I saw this super show because Will and I went to an NJPW super show. Yeah, and it was with, great. Right, so it was I. great. I'd happily pay it to see so it again. Much, that was so much fun. That was probably I'll one of the most. happily pay to see it again. That was probably one of the most fun wrestling events I've ever been to in my yeah, life. Yeah, it's when Bret Hart got attacked across the uh, over in Brooklyn. It was, a, it was a wild night that night. I. That was I had a mental breakdown because Enzo asked were in the audience. Yeah, and they ruined the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I remember. Oh, it was really funny. I I am excited a lot for the NJPW uh, superstars. Like we probably talked about it when we when they did the super show in New York. Is that America needs to see these people? Needs to see these performers wrestle. Like America needs to see Okada. The more that America can see Okada, the more that respect that man gets. And Okada and Naito and Tanahashi, like these guys, need to be seen on a bigger global audience than just in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this, for them, this is fan fucking tasting. And if it's promoted well, this can be really, really great for all parties involved. Yeah, I think it's going to be a huge financial success, like massive. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how it does outside of the realm of marks, because every single mark is buying this, myself included. Every single mark mm-hmm. is going to oh, buy gonna this. Are you going to have a watch party well? Because I will come over. I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Mark watch party. Actually, my space is if probably If you don't bigger. have a party, I'll have a party. Fuck it, I'll have a party. I don't fucking know. Whoever has the biggest apartment. Which is probably me. Probably is mm-hmm. Ricky. I also have the biggest TV. <laughs> Probably of anybody as well. You do. You do. And I have and a ton of couch inch. space. I have a sixty-five. Yeah. Oh, I have. Like, I'd sit in my chair, and you guys could take the couch. It's a big couch, but yeah. we'll figure it out. But I, I'm, we'll I'm down to buy this. This is a big deal. I'm interested to see how it's not. I mean, obviously, the marketed outside to the to the. To the comic books, if it even is marketed to to the outside, like you know, the, the non fan. But I'm interested to see how many of these NJPW performers start showing up on AEW, which I think is probably going to be the better sell. Well, it's interesting with AEW too is that a lot of people like no, who know I watch wrestling or like like you know like used to watch wrestling yeah. and like say, have you heard about this like this other competitor? I had that like, I had yeah, that I'm conversation like, oh, yeah, with my father when AEW first started. Yeah. Like, I'm having that conversation with people more and more and more. Mm-hmm. So, AEW is reaching a wider audience to some extent. So, I'm interested to see how this pay-per-view does with those kind of people. Yeah. Who will just tune in and be like, oh, what's this? You know, I'm interested to see how big is this card going to be and, like, who are you bringing over? You know, Probably huge, dude. Like, I want to are, you saying like a four, are you saying, up. like, four, <laughs> a four-hour event? No. At least. No. I don't, I don't I think, think it'll be four hours. I don't, I don't think it's going to be Well, we're saying doors at five, showtime at six. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen at seven Eastern time. Um, yeah, I think AEW would want their their first four-hour show like that, their first mega, mega show like that to be their own branded. I don't think they'd want to share that. They don't, you don't think they want to co-brand if it? They're, if they're smart. 
I don't think that if they're smart, they wouldn't co-brand it. That's a big step up for the company. You want to do that on your own. Mm-hmm. And so this also begs the question, you have Double or Nothing, wherever the hell that's going to be. You have Forbidden Door in Chicago, usually All Out. Is it All Out or All In? Okay. Both. All Out. Do, all Out or They do both. That's, that's usually also in Chicago. Are they getting too Chicago heavy? Should they move one of those out of there? I think Forbidden Door should be elsewhere, personally. Mm. But isn't Double, double or Nothing in Vegas, if I'm not mistaken? Dude, they got to go to Philly. Philly would be a great... They, they, if the ECW arena wasn't so damn small, I'd be like, do it there. Oh, no, but... no, that, don't do it there. That's pandering too much. That would even annoy me. Uh, yeah. But I, I think they should just move one of them to Philly. Like, if, if this all if this Forbidden Door was in Philly, I think we'd be like, that's it's just I'd be like, big a draw. Uh, if, if Forbidden Door is in Philly, I'd be like, road trip. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I would go. Yeah. I would totally yeah. go. But, like... Chicago, I mean, Chicago is just a bigger name only because of CM Punk. Like, that's really the only reason why Chicago mm-hmm. is such a big name for AEW. I think Philly's, Philly's yeah, a great wrestling it's a town. Great, it's a great wrestling town, but so is Philly. Yeah, it is. And they did, uh, I agree with or you. Not I, I, biased, I, even, or, or not to be biased, you even. Or not to be biased, they could do it in New York. Mm. Like, does WWE have like a monopoly on MSG? No. Not not MSG, but they do Barclays. Um, yeah, no, Emma, because well, Emma, well, MSG I, was I could, being picky. I could see this at. I could I could see this at MSG. I mean, they oh, did fucking. We were there. We did. We went to Supercard of Honor there. If I if I was a betting man, I think Vince has some handshake deals to make sure that never happens again. <laughs> <laughs> again, but uh. There is there is a big a rumor to be a bigger go home show at MSG. Before one of the big pay per views, I I dare and don't quote me. This will come up probably a lot when it comes uh, closer to it. But I believe a go home before SummerSlam, the SmackDown go home is at MSG. Which, by the way, if that happens, we're going probably. It's like it's a fucking train ride. Duh. <laughs> it's a fucking train ride right to MSG. Like I'm fucking going. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Speaking of MSG, guess what? Whoa. I'm going to see Lizzo in October. Oh my god! You're gonna have the time of your life. <laughs> I know. Are you not a Lizzo fan, Will? <laughs> I don't like Lizzo. Really? I I'm love Lizzo. Lizzo. Her album's fantastic. Lizzo's incredible. There, there, it, there is one picture of Lizzo to keep it on wrestling. There's a picture of Lizzo where she's like walking up like a, a private jet and like assless chapter or something like and that. And they compare it to Rikishi. Yes, I don't like, can't get that out of my head. <laughs> I just, you have to send it to Will at some point. I've seen it. <laughs> Y'all, that's something you never forget. <laughs> oh man, so we're going to keep an eye on this Forbidden Door pay-per-view to see how this build is going because there, there are endless possibilities uh, of things that could happen um on this show and who could show up and all of that stuff so very very excited for that so let's move on um to finally we got the we got the raw after mania that we wanted will in yeah it's goddamn <laughs> yeah, right we finally got the surprise comebacks that we were waiting to see that took fucking forever as such as the return of the best promo in all of wrestling oscar the best promo, fuck you, first of all. <laughs> Listen, Asuka's the best promo in all of wrestling. I don't care what anybody says. The audacity. I mean, Asuka, I love, I love me some Asuka. Yeah. 
I'm happy she's back, but the best promo in all of well, I mean, she's better than Lacey Evans at this point. Listen, I love the Lacey Evans video back, and Lacey Evans is going to be a fantastic baby face. Dude, I don't, it's, it's like, I don't want to know this shit. <laughs> don't, I don't want to know. <laughs> Keep your trauma to yourself at this point. It's <laughs> just like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't even want, I, I hope out none of it's true. Oh, no, it's all I hope true. It's all fake. It's all true. I know it's all yeah. true, but I don't want, I don't want to know. I didn't. I just. I didn't want to know this. I liked my sass in Southern Belle. I liked. I liked her. I liked you as a bitch. <laughs> there are some people wanna... that are just better being bitchy, and that's okay. She. I think yeah. Lisa has the talent enough to do both. But back to back to the greatest promo of all time, Oscar. I like where this is going. I like this kind of this 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 now this feud for Becky because this is kind of the unfinished business that. That we need to talk about Becky and, you know, Becky gave her belt to Asuka when Becky went to go have a baby. And Asuka did what she did with it for as long as she could. Um, and so there's, there's a good kind of story there. And Asuka's there, hey, I'm here to actually beat you. You know, for, for real, for real this time. So I like it. I like it. I, I like what they're booking Becky and Asuka to do. On Raw. I, like, I really like Raw's booking. I haven't said that in a long time. Dude, Raw's been very enjoyable, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. I've... I, I have like watched sometimes I've watched Raw, like the newest Raw before the latest SmackDown. I like I, 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 I probably would have watched Raw this week before last week's you SmackDown. You know what this you I'm know what is, you know what happened is that Roman's injury exposed a lot of flaws in SmackDown. Yes. That's a great way of putting it. And Rick Boogs is injured. That is yeah, yeah. It's it is is Rick Boogs he helped, helped a lot. lot. <laughs> like on SmackDown, Butch is this. Eh. Yeah, Butch. Madcap is. Yeah. Eh. Madcap, I think is getting there. I see what they see in Madcap. I just hate that he was stuck with Corbin for so long. Yeah, it's just a lot of SmackDown. Is just, eh. the Usos are. Eh. The Usos are they're fine. Eh? They're just, yeah, it's, yeah, it's 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 a it's a positive. Yeah, yeah. that's it. As opposed to a negative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Positive at all? No, I I I I heard the positive in Will's air. I, I I know the difference. Yeah, I like the Usos. Yeah. I mean, Pat McAfee and Michael Cole are mm, yeah, yeah. They're fucking great. <laughs> they're like like uh, Sasha Banks, Naomi. Uh, We're doing. They're just doing what they need to do. They're on both shows, you know. And oh yeah, and Ricochet is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, why? <laughs> Why? What's he doing? If, uh, like, he, okay, did you watch the Rick? Okay, I know we're side burning a lot from Oscar. I love Oscar. Shout out to Oscar. Yeah. But Ricochet and Aaliyah's segment from SmackDown. That was so weird. Um, that was I'm so... swallowing the fuck out of that. I'm swallowing the fuck out of that. If segment. Matt Ritter is actually still here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, still watching. That one's for you, Ritter. Um, like, dead ass, dude. She was just like, oh my God, you've beaten so many people. You've beaten this person, this person, and this person. Yeah. Ricochet's like, not only that, my goal is to beat everybody. I'm gonna be a defending champion. Mm-hmm. There's this, and it's like, oh, so you're gonna challenge what's this like Veer and Veer pops in. It's like you're gonna challenge me. And at the end of the show, like Veer and Ginger attack and I wasn't Veer. It was Shanky. It was. It was. Shanky doesn't even come in. Well, no, no, Veer, Veer's, Veer's on Raw. Shanky. Oh, sorry, Shanky. It's Shanky and Ginger, yeah. Shanky and Ginger's like they're beating down Drew and like Ricochet doesn't even come in for the save. Drew just squashes them. It's just like. A mess. I will say well, I will say one mess. positive I didn't even put on the slides this week. We'll say one positive. True Gulak. 
Love that man. Drew Gulak is a positive. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna lie, Drew Gulak is a fantastic positive. <laughs> I am very high on Drew Gulak. It's he's bad at it. He's really bad at it, but that's what makes. I him will crazy. always love Drew. He's he still has found a way to get his PowerPoint presentation in a promo. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid. And I like I like I like Charlotte beating him up. I like Ronda kind of beating him up. I'm excited for this I Quit match. Like it's yeah, we'll, it's we'll pretty good. Them. RK Bro is good on SmackDown, but that's just part of Raw. Raw's the way better show. Raw's the A show. Raw, right Raw has returned to the A show. And speaking of the A show, and out with no chance. And out of nowhere, Mustafa Ali returned. I was interesting. Yes, Mustafa Ali returned, but the disgruntled person who would not they would not grant him his release. Um, somehow they have worked things out. Uh, what the fuck it is? I don't know. I actually think it's a brilliant move because do you do you want someone who is legitimately disgruntled leaving your company and bashing it, or do you, or do you kind of you know make some compromises and keep him around so you have a little bit more control on what he says? You do the latter, okay? And that's what they did. I don't know what what happened, but he. He is now in the mid-card scene with The Miz, new United States champion, Austin Theory, a.k.a. Theory. Yes, you heard that right, Kay. Uh, just, uh, just Austin, just Austin just, It's fine. It's weird. It's yeah. really weird. Uh, Finn Balor, if he ever returns to anything. <laughs> um, and also, oh yeah, by the way, Ciampa, who decided that Mustafa Ali was a new Johnny Gargano and attacked him right after the match. Wow, what an asshole! <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly timed, by the way. <laughs> I was just scrolling through and it's went... <laughs> Perfectly timed, by the way. So, of all the things to be excited with on Raw, I am so excited for this mid-card. You have Mustafa, you have Ciampa, you have Theory, you even have Miz to play around with. United States Championship. And Damian and Damian and Priest is floating around there, Damian, too. Yeah, it's, it's a fun time to be in the mid-card of Raw. Like, the Miz put over Austin Theory. Have You know what it is? Because like, there's, there's also no champion. Yeah, because like right yeah, Roman's on the sideline. Yeah, because Roman's Roman's injured. Roman hurt his shoulder, yeah. or his tricep, it's or whatever. It's And and Raw's mid card is Kevin Owens, even Ezekiel. Kevin <laughs> Owens is getting Ezekiel over, and Ezekiel is the dumbest storyline <laughs> since Santino had a snake on his arm, or Santino yeah, Morella. No, no, no. The snake was stupid as Santino. All right, at least Santino was funny. <laughs> I think Ezekiel's he's dressing like the warrior now, which I think is really fucking funny. It's, he looks like the warrior. <laughs> I thought it was warrior for a second. <laughs> you know what sells it? It's that Kevin Owens freaks out at the very sight of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kevin Owens is just channeling the internet. Yeah. Like, I think WWE is low-key starting to learn how the internet works and how their fan base is. Mm -hmm. And just making characters on TV personifications of the fucking Twitter. Yeah, I, I like... Which, shout out to Elon Musk, please don't ban us. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Oh my god, literally... Even though you're going through a I midlife crisis. <laughs> when I found out of Cyborg really quick, when I found out about Elon Musk, I literally just go, oh no. The future of KOTR. Listen, we can get an edit button, that's all I care about at this point. Like, that'll keep me around for a little bit longer. Dude, it would make my job so much fucking easier. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Um... But yeah, Ciampa's now getting a prominent role, which, thank God, because the, the slew of NXT people that were around his size that probably weren't going to get a good role. 
maybe the streak is ending. So this this is good. I'm happy Mustafa's back. Like I said, hopefully he gets something out of this. Um, and I'm happy Chapa's probably going to be in a problem team. Like I want to see Chapa versus Mustafa Ali in a singles match. Sure. I'm very yeah, I'm, excited I'm, I'm, for I'm, cool. I'm glad they worked it out. Yeah. I'm surprised how surprised people were to see him. I was I was like, pretty well, taken it, back because I I for sure thought he was never coming back. But what back? Especially okay, so, on, the way the way that he portrayed it on social media, I was like, he's not coming back by any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Well, they they worked it out. Yeah. What's good? Good. I for, mean, good for being professional. Which, yeah. It's 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 great, but it's almost like people are almost mad he didn't leave. Where's he gonna go? To some extent. Where's he gonna go to be I mean, used? People just people just love people just want people to leave WWE. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah, like I get it, but like, like the upper spots are getting full again. Like you can't just leave. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's. I think I think I think the place to be right now is WWE. I think so as well. Like he, and that's that's like, AEW is also like AEW is a great place. Mm-hmm. But if you're new, it's not a great place to be. I wonder if Keith Lee is kicking himself right now. Or Andrade. Or Ru- no, Andrade is doing actually pretty solid. Or, um, I was gonna say Ruru. It, the coffin match was very good. If you're Ruby, if you're Malachi, if you're even well, Buddy Murphy got like least, but sorry, people who left. Well, Ruby, Ruby got released, or Ruby requested I was gonna release. Ruby, uh, Tony requested her release. Um, now I was gonna say, uh, what's what's Rusev's real name? What is he going to? Miro. Miro there we go. Miro. Yeah. Well, Miro was Miro also released. Parent. Miro's apparently recording something right now, like a TV show, and that's why he's not on AEW. Yeah, oh, it's okay. weird. It's right. Veer's a better. Veer's gonna be a better Russo any day. Anyways, calling it right now, <sighs> dude. Ru- Veer has not made Hulu Raw, and it's. <sighs> I'm surprised. I I I <laughs> like I like his in ring style at the moment, dude. I was shocked almost, and Lashley made Hulu Raw. I was like, this is something I just don't want to see. Like, I almost is just an. Wait, so wait, you're do, telling me, and this is not like you're telling me that that stupid ass, the actual, the actual real arm wrestling segment made Hulu Raw. It made Hulu Raw. The whole yep. arm wrestling fight. Arm wrestle. The whole thing. Uh, almost and Bobby Lashley. The MVP Why? promo too. That was in there. Oh, because MVP turned on Lashley is now backing almost. It's leading to the rematch at WrestleMania Backlash because. That's I mean, which was the right thing to do. It's just. I just don't like almost. I just, I just I don't see it. I watched him um, earlier today on the bump, and he actually can speak a lot better English than what he than what he portrays on TV. Like he's an he's an okay speaker. He's not the greatest speaker. Like that's why you put MVP with him. But like when you when you hear him on like the bump and doing interviews, when you hear him on TV and in the ring, it's like he's forcing this menacing character on you and it's not necessarily really him you know what i mean yeah dude it's, the guy's got the guy's got no charisma and he's a bad wrestler he's a big man big men aren't great wrestlers the only thing he's got is that he's seven feet tall seven four jesus christ <laughs> yeah I, mean, I understand why he's on tv but like he like big show had charisma Big Show, Big I mean, Show is forced to have charisma. <laughs> I know, but Big Show also naturally has charisma. Paul White is actually a likable, charming human being. He's also very fucking funny. Almost, almost is just like. Well, he has charisma. He was wow. he was the giant. He was the giant ninja during the Viking Raiders segment. But he didn't really do. He anything. was also the doorman for Raw Underground. Again, he didn't 
do anything. That is Chris. He didn't, he just, you don't need charisma to be a doormat. Stood there and looked exactly. That was the problem. He doesn't have charisma. That's the problem. Shane McMahon was all the charisma you needed for that segment. Yeah, but he and, himself can't stand alone because he has no charisma and he can't wrestle. Most big men again can't wrestle. Deeper could show. Yeah, but that's why you need charisma to to, to hide that. Well, fact. you just need, you need to show that like you're straight and like, strong. Imagine it's... if Great Khali had charisma other than the kiss cam. He has charisma. I saw I saw him dance on Longest Yard. It was great. I've also seen him dance in the ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But most big, they're, they're trying, they're almost is doing what they want to keep leading to do. Just be this big man archetype, don't take bumps, and just don't sell for people, and just beat the shit out of everybody. That's fine. But he's just not good at, he's not good at that either. Yeah, he is. He literally, I literally watched him palm Lashley's head with one with one hand. That's kind of fucking scary. I mean, he's, he's terrifying. Yeah. He, he has that, he's got that going for him. Really scary. Really, he's very scary, and like people make him look good. People sell for him well, which is also a testament to him for doing it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just don't see the upside to him. I don't see him being a main event star. I don't see him getting any better, and I don't see him being anything other than scary. Well, we'll see. Well, Same. the well, we also didn't see that with uh, with the hurt business, and look what MVP did with that. So I think it's. I think the the. I didn't think the hurt business was good either. I love the hurt business. I think they had. A, like Shelton and what's his Cedric just didn't add Shelton anything Benjamin. to the group. Sorry. Like they didn't. They didn't. They just. They won a tag titles, but tag titles meant nothing. But what did they do with them? Well, they. Nothing. I know they cut the hurt business short, which I thought was real. Was kind of bad because they wanted to. They wanted to focus on Bobby, yeah, which I get. Because because it, it wasn't. Yeah, because Bobby was a star and it wasn't good. What happened? When no, the it was good up? when the hurt business. Bobby when the hurt Lashley. business first came out, especially. Uh, the initial, I think the initial Raw Underground, the Hurt Business was was raw for a for a considerable amount of time. Yeah. They were, because yeah. I remember us having this conversation, they were raw, they came out with the suits, they were kind of like the Black Four Horsemen, uh, but they weren't actually that. Uh, and they, they they were running a lot of the Raw for, for a really, really long time. Um, but again, they yeah, moved. Raw was bad. They were carrying a terrible Raw. And then, but then they moved like, Raw towards, was unwatchable. Um, then they moved towards you know, Lashley and everything. But I think the almost success is going to be more prominent on what MVP is going to do with him. And if MVP can put that, you know, whatever ball and juice he has left. Yeah. Yeah. No, putting him with MVP was, I mean, they're, this the thing is they're booking him correctly, which is the crazy thing too. Yeah. Like if I was going to book almost, this is how I would book him. Turn on Lashley, make Lashley a massive baby face, give him MVP for the rub. Like on paper, it's, it's a great idea. It's just uh, on in real life. It's just it's it's a dud. It's I don't think it's a dud yet. I didn't. Think, I thought the arm wrestling segment was kind of a dud, but it's one of those things where like WWE is also in this holding pattern of like, oh, we had these matches at WrestleMania. Let's select a couple of them and just do it at Backlash. Yeah. And I'm like, why yeah, are we doing it's this? Like, whatever, whatever had to get cut for time, do it again. Yeah. And then a little more of a build, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I just think like I don't like arm wrestling segments in wrestling feuds. I've never have. Like I don't mm. like arm wrestling. I I. I didn't really like remember when I was like Ryback versus Mark Henry and they did like the weightlifting challenge. Oh yeah. Yeah. Leading into Mania and I was That was better though. Because that's when, that's when Ryback Henry's, well Mark, Mark Henry's the world's strongest man, so it made also sense. Also because Mark Henry's legit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. if, if if it wasn't Mark Henry, like I would see what you're saying. But Mark Henry fucking pulled a truck. Two. Two. Yeah. Two trucks. Eighteen wheelers. Yeah. All right? <laughs> 
He he wow. he's, he bent a cast iron skillet on a steel skillet on TV. Right, which is which real. is real but because like, they tried to rip him. But again, but again, Mark Mark Henry has crazy charisma, which is why he works so well. Because wrestling also not the best, but he has great charisma. He, so he birthed the hand too. He birthed the hand. Yeah, and the fact that he tweeted that during WrestleMania still that he got see almost wouldn't do that. You wouldn't think to do I'm that. I almost even <laughs> have a Twitter, to be honest with you. <laughs> See? He's got no charisma. What's he going to say? What's almost going to tweet? Oh. <laughs> Suit size 15,000. <laughs> Does not compute. All right. Let's move on to uh, the Purple Faction these days on Raw. I love that, that Chompa was just on that picture the entire time. Well, I, hadn't, I, I didn't expect to go into an almost sideburn. I didn't so. either. You know what? Oh, that's the most we talk about almost in the past year. <laughs> wow. It is. So... So I guess he's over. Yeah, right. So, so <laughs> K, the, um, the Edge and Damian Priest couple is now officially called Judgment Day. Love it. Oh. I love it. That's, you know, in their, in their promos under purple and white lighting, and it looks like a really comfortable chair that Edge is sitting in. Um, they, it does they look all, they, they have, they have the They have a scales of justice on a little table next to them as well. Okay. Which is uh, 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 pretty awesome. interesting. So, so my question is, Kay, um, when does uh, when does your girl Rhea join Judgment Day? I was just going to ask, did she join? Because remember, nope, I yet. did not watch Raw yet. I just saw that she got attacked on Raw or some shit. To- yeah, she after they lost the tag team championship rematch to uh, yeah. to Sasha and Naomi uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Rhea then attacked Liv and was like, get away from me. You're toxic. So, you're mean. Yeah. And- so, <laughs> the earliest, so maybe as as early as next week. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, 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 no, it's going to happen. It needs like it's, that, to happen. That is confirmed. Rhea is going to join. Uh, apparently, allegedly, they were floating around Chompa as well. But, too much. Uh, Vince too Chompa, much. Vince, Vince thought Chompa was too old for the group. What do you mean too old? He's, because like Damien, I got how old is Damien Priest? Damien's in his thirties. Edge is clearly in his forties. And I don't yeah, think but like, Edge know, the, the idea. The idea is the idea is that Edge is cultivating new talent. Okay, I get. Yeah, he's cultivating new talent. Like that, it's from that angle. He's too. Yeah, I'm not saying he's too old. Like he's like he's physically feeble. I mean, it's too old for the storyline. No, I no, I I I get that. I yeah. also think, which I, I do, I do actually. Agree I also with. think Chompa being there would be overkill as well. Chompa would also overshadow Damian Priest, and that's not what you want. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> like, yeah, and I think Chompa can stand on his own as just a, a dick, like it's a bulldog kind of heel, like a pit bull. Yeah, like what Butch should be, but you know, with more vocals. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 and also like, I like the faction of three because sometimes four, you kind of always kind of lose a person. Yeah, agreed. a lot of times. So three is perfect, especially if Edge is like Tien Shaw from NXT. Remember when they had like yeah. <laughs> just like Oh my god, are they still doing no, no, that? No, no, is no, Bo no, still no, on no, TV? No, no, no. Bo is Bo's gone. Bo's gone. Zia Lee's a heel now, apparently, because of the promo. She's a protector. She's like, I was I was a protector. I protected a total of three people. Well, guess what? I'm no longer a protector. So according to our new yeah. fact checker, Mr. Fretz, Priest is thirty nine and Chopper's thirty six. That's oh my god. That's what? hilarious. Oh my god. I need I need a soundbite for that somewhere. <laughs> Yahoo! Sounds about right. That is that is some Yahoo logic right there. 
sounds about right. I I like just like where it could go, but I guess it's the fact that WWE, we've got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I had that sound bite. Oh yeah, that's from the Foley thing. Yeah. Um, but I like it. I want to see what their first shirt is like. I hope it's this edge pointing finger saying, yeah, I'm using Undertaker's lighting. Deal with yeah. it. That was my highlight of Raw when he said that in his program. <laughs> I, I, He's like, yeah, I'm using Undertaker's lighting. We can do about it. Cry about it on Twitter. <laughs> well, I know I liked when he did the country accent for wherever they were. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's really... They were in Knoxville. They were yeah, Knoxville. I was like, wow, that's a really that's a really good country accent. <laughs> I like, and I, I also will say this, his Edge's new theme really fucking good it works <laughs> it works that's the thing it works well so this group is a whole for me i like edge edge is doing great damien for me is a very just also his name damien and you know with the whole stuff. like i like everything it, it, it i mean it it fits again yeah. great idea on paper i i just it's not there for me yet you need i think i, I think when is. you bring it's Rhea over new. yeah if you bring Rhea yeah. over and they actually start Running rough hot, running rough shot through their divisions. I think he got something. I'm still open. I'm still open minded for sure. Yeah, but I like it. I yeah, do like I'm it. I'm excited to watch Raw this week. You should be excited. Raw is really good. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. It's, it's very, it's very watchable, and I, pl- I play a lot of MLB the Show when I watch it. So, it's <laughs> so obviously, this is all leading up to WWE's WrestleMania Premium Live Event, WrestleMania Backlash, actually, which is <laughs> one week from. Is it Saturday? Saturday Wait, what? Or Sunday? Yeah. What do you mean? It's next it's, week. It's fucking next week. Yeah, it's next. It's week. next week Sunday, actually. Oh. Oh, not next week, Sunday. Like, we're going to do our go-home show for it next week. And then it's going to be that following Sunday, March 8th, I believe. So, I'll be coming. May 8th. May 8th. May 8th. My God, yeah, May 8th. It's got to... Yeah, May, May 8th is yeah, Sunday. Yeah, May 8th is a Sunday. So, yeah, it's going to be happening up up a street in, like, Rhode Island or some shit. So, we have a lot of, obviously, rematches. Ronda Charlotte, uh, Cody, and Seth, which is probably going to steal the show. But my question yep. to you yeah. guys is... There is no Roman on the show that we know of yet. I doubt he's putting any titles online. He'll probably make an appearance doing something because he's fucking Roman and you can't really have you can't have a man be the center of your backlash logo and have him not show up. Um mm-hmm. I mean you can. You could. They've done it before, yeah, I'm that's sure. That's probably right. Um Dude, they put Vader uh on the cover and called it It's Time and in your house and Vader wasn't on the card. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's great. Obviously, you have um, <laughs> you have Bobby and Omos, but here here's my question: um, You are the 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 biggest storyline that's actually going across both uh, Raw and SmackDown is the unification of the tag team titles. That they have made that abundantly clear, but that is the major overarching storyline. For both Raw and SmackDown, they've gotten several main events. They are always the prominent either beginning segment or the end segment of both shows. So is this leading to the tag team unification match between RK-Bro and the Usos as the main event of a of a WWE premium live event slash pay-per-view? No. Really, K. Murphy? Why is that? Um, I feel like they're going to care about like Seth or Cody or something like that more. Or, unfortunately, Charlotte and Ronda. I would disagree with Seth and Cody because I think they are mid-card right now. Mm -hmm. Charlotte and Ronda, 
I, f- I forgot what other matches were on this card. Not gonna As lie. As right now, from what um, I can tell, you have Charlotte Ronda, almost Bobby, the tag team titles, Cody Seth, and I believe yep. that's it. I do think the tag title should main event because the biggest story in WWE is Roman and is Roman as well as the bloodline. Yeah. So I think the, I think the Usho should main event because they're the bloodline. Yeah. Or they don't. And Roman gets pissed off at them all back in the back. It's like, you won the titles, but you didn't mean that. Yeah. You embarrassed the family. <laughs> <laughs> you know what are you going to Get out of my face. Do something yeah, or about it. right, or or they main event, and that's when Roman gets on the show. He comes out, and they just, at the end of the show, just all raising all the titles. I think the latter, what you said, is probably going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I think I I think they should main event for sure. I think they should main event. Yeah, I don't see them giving Randy and Riddle and the Usos all this airtime and having them go back and forth from both shows if they are not main eventing this this uh, this event. Yeah, and to case point on Cody, um. It's a slow. It's a slower burn than that with him. Yeah. Yeah. Cody's gonna go through and some the stuff. I quit. So. Yeah. And the I quit. I just don't think enough people care. <laughs> I I don't. I would I would care more about the I quit match if Drew Gulak was a special guest referee. Dude, I would have cared so much more if it was Ronda and Becky. Like if Ronda and Becky had if it's you swap out Charlotte with Becky, like everything about what they're doing with with Ronda would work. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Charlotte and Beckett and I quit with all the history that they have, especially after their that been awesome. especially after their Survivor Series match, which was incredible. To have them like if if you made that a one of three, like you go Survivor Series, WrestleMania, WrestleMania Backlash, fan talk, fan fucking fantastic. Obviously, it didn't happen that way, but I, I I do believe that the the tag team should main event, and especially because it's WrestleMania Backlash. This is essentially a throwaway event. No one's going to remember anything that happened on this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let, give the tag team something to do for once. Uh, so let's move along. Speaking of tag teams and uh, just other things, out of nowhere, guess what, folks? There are more main roster, quote-unquote, superstars showing up on NXT, such as... <laughs> <laughs> such as helping out the oh, women, no. the queen of black hearts, Natty has come back. Uh, it's NXT to beat up a 20-year-old Cora Jade, which actually is really fucking funny. Um, to me, and she is sticking around. Uh, she's going to be in a tag team match on, I think, Last Legend uh, this upcoming week. By the way, Last Legend and your girl Nikita Lyons. Great stuff, Will. It seems like it always happens to the Spanish guy. Usually, usually it does. That's very true. Also, returning uh, to NXT <laughs> as well. <laughs> surprise, surprise. The Viking Raiders. Oh my god. No way, that's the one. What are you There it is. Viking Raiders are did return. They beat up um the the African the African tag team. It's like Malik and I forgot the upper guy's name. Malik Blade and Idris. Idris Anafe. They won. They are they are going up in a match at NXT's next big TV special called Spring Breakin'. Spring Breakin'. What? Spring Breakin'? Yeah, Spring Breakin'. No. Um, Where is it? Well, no, it's, it's, a, it's, a t- it's a TV special. So it's like it's like what AEW was doing for a while, where you just... Bash to the Beach? Yeah. But 
So, but they're doing that at the performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where... It's not going. It's not. It's not like a traveling thing. Yeah, it's not a special event. It's just. Dude, beach beach breaking. This sounds like an episode of Full House. Spring right? spring like, breaking. That's not... Sorry, spring spring breaking. Yeah, because yeah, AW had episode of Full Save, House. Saved by the Bell. It that is. Works. Yeah, that too. So Viking, signed Viking Raiders. It's a 90s sitcom TV show title. It is. Viking Raiders are going up against Diamond Mind, which actually should be a pretty interesting match. Um, but here, so we have Natty coming uh, Natty coming to help the women. Viking Raiders going to mess around with the tag teams down there, which is actually pretty prominent. Um, and previously, we obviously had uh, Dolph and his, his, his mate, Bobby Roode, come down for a little bit. But my future shot question of the night, great segue there, guys. Thank you. Um... Is who is the next quote unquote main roster person to go to work on Tuesdays? Hmm. Hmm. Great question. Great question. Because there was there From was what? some success with Dolphin Rude showing up. It was a bit of a shocker, especially Dolph Ziggler winning the NXT Championship. I would than... be... go ahead, Kay. For more than one episode. Yeah. Like they're coming down there for a few. Like, Dol- like you, you have have Dolph be the standard. I think yeah. eventually you'll see Sheamus down there. Sheamus is good. You know who else I would see down there? Mm. Uh, especially because they're not all back yet, and they're gonna need the, they're gonna need to give them something to do. Is the new day? I'm talking Kofi and Xavier Woods. Yeah, mm. I can see Nikki Cross going back. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I, Nikki. I forgot she was on the roster. I did too for a little bit. Um, I can see Nikki. I was gonna say Liv Morgan. No, they're too I, high I, on I Liv. Think that, I think they are high on Liv. They're not ready to pull the trigger yet, but they're high on her. Yeah. I don't know why. To be honest with you, like I like I like Liv, but like I'm not high on Liv. I don't. Oh, I, I know. We 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 talk about this all. Whenever Liv comes up, we always make sure to say that we don't like Liv Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'll say it too. Yeah, I still don't like Liv Morgan. But um, back I, there does. I can see Alexa Bliss going down when she comes back. I yeah, think, I think she's done with wrestling. I don't think so. I wouldn't. She just got married. Yeah, like she's rich as fuck. She's married to Ryan I, Cabrera. I, I, yeah, mm-hmm. like, like all, most of her friends got released. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Alexa Bliss is just done. She never comes back? At least not for a while. Like, she takes a, like, an extended... Like, I think for right now, she just doesn't want to wrestle anymore. Oh, she's gone. She's been back. gone for a minute, so... I know she's mm-hmm. been gone, but I think I, I think she just doesn't want to wrestle for the time I, being. I think, I think she should come back eventually, but not for like a long time. I also think she's having back and forth with creative because I think she wants to come back, but she wants to come back with the right thing in place for her. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. That could be it too. You know, they're like, we loved you as like the feeling. She's like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, let me be snobby me that got me over in NXT. Mm-hmm. I remember when she first turned into like the snobby bitch, I was like, Wow. I was like, who is that? Dude, when I'm telling you, when she won that SmackDown title from Becky Lynch in that tables match. Yes, I remember that. Like I, I'll that's that's when I was just like, oh shit, Alexa Bliss, like I see you, last pick of the draft. <laughs> that's like, what told me on her too, actually. What's up? Like she's That's what told me on her too. Yeah. Yeah. The, the goddess. And she mm-hmm. just 
it was crazy because like in NXT, she was kind of like, yeah, you know, she was there. It's when she went to Blake and Murphy, and then she started developing the goddess persona. Yeah, she kind of got her shit from the goddess, but I was just like, I didn't, like, I only thought of her as, like, a valet. True. Yeah. So, like, I never thought of her as a competitor and a wrestler and someone who's, like, actually talented on the mic. I just thought of her as, like, an an extra. Yeah. And she wrestled a little bit, but then main roster, she is that, those bright lights were on, and she just clicked into a new person. Mm -hmm. Immediately. Yeah. Like, first Battle Hall of Famer, no doubt. Well, yeah, she's the first ever, uh, first person to win both Raw and SmackDown championships. Like, she was this close to being a horse, a horsewoman. No, she was mm-hmm. not. I mean, like, she, in terms of... In not terms with the heat of, she like, had with Sasha. She was, and I'm, not, I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, when she was there, like, she could have been. No, she was a different class. She was right on the rim. And with the gimmick she had when the horsewomen were being formed, with the sparkle splash and all of that shit... Yeah, but she was. I'm saying she was like the next generation right after that. She was. She was the generation like right was, after that. She was this close. That close. Mm. Fretz, what are you talking about? Fretz is saying, what if Edge takes Judgment Day to NXT and recruits Gacy and Harlan? I'd actually be all for that, but Gacy's too good of a person on the mic. Yeah, where's my boy? Um, that doesn't talk. The creepy one. Harlan. Dex- Dexter Loomis. Oh, he's still with ND. They're still doing weird shit. There you go. <laughs> what, else, what else we got? Oh, I didn't. I didn't hear you. Uh, sorry, but yeah. Oh, moving. Are we moving on? Sorry, I totally yeah, blank. Yeah. Sorry, I moved on. I lost. Yeah. I, I, say, come on, Ricky. I lost your sound for a second. Sorry, sorry, but we're moving on. Uh, yeah, okay. it happens. You know, live events, folks. Uh but yes, staking on the NXT thing was actually out of nowhere breaking news. Uh the NXT is doing their first ever women's breakout tournament. So the breakout tournament that the men did for the last couple of years that actually brought great mid card stars, they are doing for the women. And I'm see and Loki, the NXT has been charging up their women's division yet again, and there is a lot of talent and I that we don't know of in characters. Obviously, you know, Last Legend, Nikita Lyons has been blowing up social media because she's just thicker than a snicker and does splits on people's faces. That'll get that'll get you noticed. Um, but there's a lot of talent that they started debuting with little promo packages, but the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament is beginning in, I think, two weeks. So look out, because this if this, if they do it as well as they've done the men's tournaments, this could mean great success for them. And to be honest with you, I think NXT is finally getting back, is slowly getting back to where they were, because now uh. they have the characters... And now they're starting to develop a lot of these characters, and the characters are getting more comfortable on TV. It's entertaining is, times in, in NXT. Is this is this um with current women on the roster, or is it like the uh, for a, for a position on the roster? Like, are there gonna be indie people from the indies coming in? Like, no name people. No, we know no, it's gonna be people, people that they've signed. So it's not it's so it's, okay. it's not like the May Young Classic. Gosh, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So it's like it's within the current. Yeah, it's like when um when Cameron Grimes won, but actually kind of lost because um. Oh yeah. right, it's no, it's their um. Sorry, it's their uh. Uh, their trainees. Yeah, like it's like right. they're ri- they're rising talent like people. Right, 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 right. Yeah. People, people in like people in legit development. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited to see who shows up. Like I said, the video packages are very interesting. Um. Because what I've noticed from a lot of the women that they've signed, they all have a great look. 
Now it's a matter of if they can wrestle. Because WWE always wanted, like, the gorgeous-looking female, but, like, they always wanted the gorgeous female that could wrestle. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully they've, they've, they've found their perfect mixture of both. Look at that titty, though. It was really funny. I was watching one of the I was watching one of their promo videos, and I was like, one of the things that came in my head too. I was, she's like, "I'm a business lady." I was like, "Yeah, but your shirt's off." But like, all right, good. <laughs> <laughs> I think that soundbite like on a regular basis. And, like I've said it in real life, and people are like, "What?" I'm like, <laughs> "Nothing." No one, nothing. Look at that. Titty though. Just Look at that. Titty. Out of nowhere. Look at that. Look at that titty, titty though. <laughs> All the time. It sounds and... it sounds like Craig from South Park. It does look like Craig from South Park. <laughs> Speaking of tournaments. Guys, happy to do that Peruvian pipe flute band. So double or nothing is gonna be the culmination of the Owen Hart Foundation tournament by AEW, where there is Dude, there's two of them. There's a men's there's and a, a women's. Men's and a women's tournament. This bracket looks huge for no fucking reason. All I gotta know is is this leading to anything? Is this a tournament for the sake of having a tournament? Does anybody get a number one? Like, what is the purpose of all? I mean, yes, it's the Owen Hart, you know, Owen, Owen, Owen. Yeah, I get, I get okay, it. Okay, you, 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 you know what drives me crazy about wrestling tournaments? Yeah. Qualifying matches. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, okay, so no, no, this is the act. This is the first round. Just call it the first round. Why are we having qualifying matches? <laughs> yeah, I, mean? no, I get it. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But here's my thing. What, like, is, what does this lead to? Like, what is the end goal for this? I have no idea. Are it's they trying to get Bret PR. Hart? Are they trying to get Bret Hart out it's, of retirement to, like, do something? It's going to be, it's, it's, it's just the good PR and championship. Like, do the winners get something? Like, uh, I don't know. T- they get TV time. Hold that. I guess. I I, I I don't know. It's like I I'm I'm all like I'm all for tones. I love wrestling tones. I think they're great, and I think if they're done well, like the CWC from years ago, they can be fucking fantastic. But the CWC led to something. The May Young Classic yeah. led to something. Even the breakout yeah. tournament for NXT led to something. Where it was a contract for like a title shot, you know. You that's this tournament has to lead to something. That's also why I really don't like the King of the Ring because it doesn't give you anything. Yeah, it gives you a gimmick that's dropped after two months. Yeah, that's your that's your King Corbin. It lasts way too long. Yeah, they they already dropped Xavier Woods' gimmick. Oh, well, Zelina's keeping her queen thing, which is I like Zelina as Queen Zelina because I think she's just really fucking funny. Uh, but that that's my concern. Like, what is this going to do for a town that's involved in this? That is my big question. Especially if it's going to end a double or nothing. Well, does that give him a row? I mean, do you do you get to wear do you get to, do you get to lease the heart dungeon for like a month? You get to uh you get a one-on-one podcast with Tyson Kidd. <laughs> do you, are you are you allowed your? Are you allowed a perfect rating by Bret Hart? Like Bret Hart has to give. Okay, so, okay, so, so here's what here's what happens. Bret Hart gives once he comes out. That's the main event. Bret Hart comes out and goes, "Hey, boy, it ain't in a look. <laughs> <laughs> nine, nine in the ring. And you looks like me, Bret Hart, seven promo. <laughs> What's that add up to? Up less than me. 
Like that. <laughs> like I want if that's what I want. Bret Hart on like to do that for every match in this tournament. Dude, I just want, I just want Bret Hart to be on commentary at the end of the match. He doesn't say anything the whole time. At the end of the match, he just goes twenty six. This leaves. <laughs> gets up to the leaves. Then Goldberg kicks him in the head. Oh my god, his hatred for Goldberg knows no bounds. I mean, it's it's I get yeah. it. It's valid. Did you, did you Bret, hear I mean, him on the Austin uh, on Broken Skull Sessions? Oh yeah, buried the fuck out of yeah. him. Dude, Bret Hart is this close to saying honestly why they just don't cancel him. <laughs> <laughs> Bret Hart like Bret Hart definitely hates Goldberg way more than he ever hated Shawn Michaels. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> and you know what? I get it. Yeah. <laughs> the guy the guy ended your career. Like I know it's wrestling and shit happens, but Yeah. I I, I get it. Dude, that should have, that's on gold. That's on gold. Yeah, K Murphy. What is the ultimate ending to the to the Owen Hart tournament for the men's own? Like, what do what do they receive? What do they get? Uh, Besides uh, use of a sharpshooter that Mister Fretz already put in the chat. I actually don't know anything. That's an issue. <laughs> yeah, and I AEW's the only show I like watch regularly. I have no idea. I, I'm what because I, I just, don't watch AEW regularly, but like, have they even really started promoting this? Yeah, they've said they've had qualifying matches. Mm-hmm. They've had round ones already started. <laughs> I, I guess okay, maybe okay, maybe not. Okay, AEW. I take I take it back. AEW is doing qualifying matches well because the brackets aren't even made yet. Yeah, so yeah. that that so, works. If so, the brackets were, if the brackets were made and you're doing qualifiers, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think WWE is got qualifiers with brackets. <laughs> <laughs> AEW hasn't made the brackets yet, so that's that's different. That's fine with me. Like, qualifying matches make sense. I take it all back. <laughs> like their start, like they've been doing it. Like Dax is the late Dax Harwood is the latest one. Yeah, like Smoa Joe's in, uh, and then the basketball player debuted, which was well, basketball player Adam Cole. So some Indian basketball. Oh, dude. I heard. I heard about they re- they they botched the ending of Dynamite. It was such <laughs> a nightmare. <laughs> like it was just like wow. <laughs> Wow. I heard about that they botched the end of a dynamite. <laughs> wow. It's like WWE would do this. It was that how bad it was. AEW's... Like, remember when Great Kali helped Randy Orton win and it held up the title upside down? Or, like, trying to hold the title over Randy or Jinder? Yeah, he, no, he helped Jinder win in the Punjabi. He Jinder win. Like, it was, it was that bad. I remember, I remember that because we watched that together at your place. I remember it being yeah. so bad, we just started laughing so hard. It was so bad, it was it brilliant. The, we, we called it on the pre-show. <laughs> it was so bad, it was brilliant. It was so bad, it was yeah, entertaining. Like, <laughs> they, they, had, they had this, like, just, I guess I played for the Hawks or something. This giant Indian bag basketball players come out and like try and wrestle, and like beat up with with, with Jay Lethal, and it was oh, just like, okay. <laughs> it was, it's really, really bad. But yeah, Kyle O'Reilly also advanced. Yeah, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Adam Cole, Bebe. the other day, and they're calling their they're calling their new Dad. faction the Undisputed Elite. How original! Yeah, well, that's what the internet wanted, so of course. <laughs> What do you mean? Duh. <laughs> do, you, do, you know what, do you know what company you watch? Tony Connors goes on Twitter to write his storylines. Basically. And he's still not using Malachi Black. <laughs> it's true. 
he's just muting all the people that reference Malachi Black. I mean, honestly, <laughs> honestly I, what, what intrigues me with AEW the most is just how much of a social experiment is this. It's like, all right, if we just give the fans exactly what they want, like word for word, we're going to tell them it's happening without telling them, and they're going to like it even more, how much money can we actually make? That is a very interesting way of looking at it. Like that's that though. is that is how I view AEW. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't view AEW as um, pandering to the fans a good or a bad thing. I view it as their business model. Ha! Gotcha. And I'm very curious to see if it works. It's I true hope, though. I hope it does. I, I really hope it does. And so far, you I know- don't know because it's working in terms of good content. But is it making money? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. I AEW could not have pandered to me more with how CM Punk came back. Like, yeah. it was personal pandering at that point. It's personal pandering. Um, On my birthday. I'll never get over as long as I live. Yeah, I know. The one time you were right about this, you're like, oh, CM Punk's coming back. Good birthday. I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's my greatest victory apart from predicting Jinder Mahal's title run. Ah, oh, Vagina Run. What what a time to be a wrestling fan. Ah, I remember we almost remember we almost got Jinder Brock, and then AJ came and saved the day. <laughs> <laughs> God, I was looking forward to it. I was gonna be so pro gender too. I was like, yeah, if he beats Brock, beats <laughs> Brock. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Malachi Black is on television. You summoned him. Well, and apparently also Big Cass is going up against Wardlow next week, according to Mr. Fretz. What? You know what's funny? I went to go grab a snack, and then I came back, and all my my TV was on commercial, but it said, and you can't teach that on the caption, and I was like, what? And I'm like, I'm imagining Is he allowed to use, and you can't teach that? I'm sure WWE has a a license on that somehow. So the House of Black has Fuego del Sol, and who's in the fucking middle of the ring right now? Sorry, continue talking while I figure this out. I mean, out. that's pretty much all we have for this week in wrestling, to be honest with you. A lot of just random shit out of nowhere happening. Like the Because there's a dude with a hood in the middle of the ring. Iconics retiring, uh, tournaments galore, Randy turning 20, a lot of random shit's going on in wrestling. But I all kind of like it. So, is there anything else that we that we failed to cover? Probably not, right? Penta. Pen, what the? What is going on? Whatever. Save it for the post show, okay? <laughs> well, I need to go before the post show because I have to go to bed. Got to nest a little bit. I have work at four. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're. That's fair. You also have company. Yeah, they're coming over to sleep. Well, that was implied. Yes, of course. Genuinely, <laughs> <Jenny's laughs> <laughs> 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 that's what they're calling it these yeah, days. Yeah, sleep. <laughs> it's definitely sleep. No, a whole lot of sleep. Hope you get. Hope you guys get the best sleep you guys have ever had. Dude, fucking god damn it! Jazz drooled on me last week. <laughs> 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 oh man, on yo, your jazz. That's your punishment. Like I say puppet. <laughs> right? That's you get for drooling on me. Like snoring's one thing, but this motherfucker <laughs> drooled on me. <laughs> oh man yeah on that note let's give the outro music then yeah, it, just ex- expose your girlfriend <laughs> like that <laughs>
Don't worry, Jazz. I think you're a wonderful person that I've never met. So. Oh, she on this list. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to episode 290 of the Kings of the Rings podcast out of nowhere the band out of nowhere is back together and i'm glad that we're all back to do a show but we do have to get out of her really quickly because k has so has their someone coming over so they can sleep as what they're calling it i am your host king ricky rose you can call me at ambassador biggs across all social media outlets b-i-g-z ambassador biggs kings of the rings podcast at k-o-t-r underscore podcast on facebook on twitter on instagram like share subscribe leave us five star reviews the links to all of our stuff is in the description below uh follow us and listen to us wherever you listen to all of your podcasts uh by subscribing to wrestle addict radio and follow wrestle addict radio at addict underscore wrestle on twitter and wrestle addict radio on facebook and instagram Again, the links to all of that, including the links to all of our great music from Midnight Music, is in the description below. Next week, we're going to be talking about uh, the results of NXT Spring Break, and of course, leading into WWE WrestleMania Backlash. Yay, everybody. Will Tarashock. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, sorry. I said out of nowhere. <laughs> it was so out of nowhere. K. Murphy. I was out of nowhere, man. I'll tell you. The button press itself. RKO. Out of nowhere. Because I'm Will Towers. He's in Tom. It's A-R-A-S-H-U-K with a W-I-L-L in front. If you want to see more shenanigans with all my bullshit, I got a brand new show coming out called Unknown Unnamed Nonsense, where I just have a giant list of questions. My man behind the camera, Christian, asks those questions. And then we just like chaos ensue. And oh, yeah, I'm in a great studio. We're going to be live starting sometime in May. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't fucking wait. You guys should. I'm going to read some of the questions for you in the post. Nice. Kay Murphy. Well, I can't wait to disappoint you guys when I'm passed out in literally 10 minutes because. Well, that's only if you didn't stretch. I'm literally going to sleep. Mm -hmm. Like. Me too. Yeah. Genuinely. Okay. I'm going to. My life is not that exciting. So you can find me being boring across all social media platforms at the K Murphy, T H E K A E Murphy. And yeah, I'm going to bed mm-hmm. now. Kay's going. Cue that music. Yeah. <laughs> they're cueing shit. <laughs> um, Kay's going to go to bed, is what they're telling us, even though it's going to be totally alive when we go off air. Uh, Will and I are going to be totally insinuating that Kay is definitely going to bed. Um, and by the time <laughs> next week on our pre show, maybe even our post show, we're going to talk about the great time that Kay had going to bed when their significant other comes <laughs> over. So until next week and, and until Kay goes back to bed and wears protection, goodbye, good night. We will see you soon. And somebody that wishes they were probably, never mind, I'm not going to say it, but fuck you, Slack.